It's the Happy Families Podcast. It's the podcast for the time-poor parent who just wants answers now. And about 37% of 12 to 15-year-olds have tried vaping in the last month and um, very common in the older age groups as well. And I fear that it's probably getting even younger. And now here's the stars of our show, my mum and dad. Hello, this is Dr. Justin Coulson. I'm the founder of happyfamilies.com.au and dad to six daughters, several of whom are what you might call vaping age. Not that they do that, or at least not that I'm aware that they do it, and they certainly don't come home smelling like gummy bear vape, so I'm pretty confident they're doing the right thing here, that they're making safe, healthy decisions. But after yesterday's conversation with one of America's best-known and loved uh, psychologists, Dr. Lisa Damore, on the podcast, based on that Instagram Live we did a little way back, I decided that we needed to get a little bit more information from an Australian context. Um, today, having a conversation with Lexi Frydenberg. Uh, this is a conversation that I think is going to give us some really great information from an Aussie perspective. Dr. Lexi Frydenberg is a general paediatrician in Melbourne. She works both in public and in the private system and she's also a co-host of the RCH that is the Royal Children's Hospital Kids Health Information Podcast a podcast for parents about common child health concerns and I recommend it to you because you get to hear from people who work in science and in medicine about what to do when your kids aren't doing so great you can also find her on Instagram at Dr. Lexi Fry that's D-R for Dr. Lexi, L-E-X-I-F-R-Y, Dr. Lexi Fry. And um, Lexi joins me today for this conversation about vaping. Thanks for joining me on the Happy Families Podcast. Thank you, Justin. Thanks for the introduction. So we're going to have a conversation about vaping in Australia. First off, for people who are, I mean, maybe they missed yesterday's conversation or maybe it's still not quite making sense and they haven't had a chance to get onto YouTube and discover what vaping is, Lexi, uh, or e-cigarettes. Can you give us just a general overview of what we're actually talking about here? Because it's kind of a new-ish thing. Absolutely. And I think I learned a lot um, about vaping and e-cigarettes. Um, last year, when I asked my teenage kids about them, they have a huge amount of knowledge yeah. and probably much more so than us as parents have. Um, and even in the medical profession, I think it's increasing exponentially in our population and people haven't really been talking about it. So thank you for bringing it to the forefront and having these conversations. Vaping um, or e-cigarettes, and there's a hundred names for these vapes, pods, jewels, you know, you'll hear your kids talk about them in many different names, but essentially it is um, different than a typical tobacco-containing cigarette. And what it is, it's um, battery-operated, there's a heating element um, and a pod or a cartridge that contains an e-liquid. And when you vape, you inhale and then exhale the vapour produced by this e-cigarette or vape. Um, what is interesting about vapes are that they can contain a huge variety of substances. So the well-known ones are nicotine-flavoured vapes. And now in Australia, I'm not sure what's happening in the States, but you actually legally need a script from your doctor if you're going to get a nicotine-containing um, vape. But we can talk about that after uh, later because actually many of the vapes that say they don't contain nicotine have been found to contain nicotine. So we have nicotine-containing um, vapes that often have a flavour, like gummy bears, as you mentioned. There are flavoured vapes, um, which are supposedly non-nicotine-based, and there's about 8,000 flavours, some regulated, some not. And then you can actually heat other substances in that e-liquid. And one of the common ones is um, cannabis or THC oil. And often these all have added flavours, so that's why they're 
often very appealing to our young people. Um, they taste good. They don't smell like smoke. Um, and unfortunately, they're very accessible still, even though it is regulated here in Australia. Well, let's talk a bit about those regulations uh, because kids are getting them in spite of all of the laws and all the regulations that are there. Uh, we've got Snapchat and Instagram and uh, all, all of the online um, social media delivery services that seem to be popping up. Uh, we've got parents who are supplying them to their kids. We've got kids who are being sneaky. But just talk through the regulations and how kids are getting around this. Okay. So until October last year, 2021, in Australia, there was very little regulation. Um, so when we did, we did a podcast episode last year in June on vaping, it was quite a different story because it wasn't regulated here. And kids, when I spoke to my teens, they said, oh yeah, you, you, you know, you can get it in five minutes. You order it online. It turns up to the school gate. You pick it up. You can go to any of the tobacco shops. You know, it was so prevalent. Um, and it actually was illegal for under-18s back then, but it wasn't well known. In October 21 in Australia, some regulations came into place. So now it is illegal for under-18s, um, for anyone to supply um, or use any um, e-cigarettes in under-18s. But the problem is, um, you know, we don't think it's really being enforced. So when we speak to the kids, they say, oh, no, it's really easy to get. And my son last night on the way home from, you know, sport, I said to him, if you wanted to get a vape, where would we go? And I, on my way home, he pointed out three shops that, you know, he could easily walk in and get a vape. He said, I, I shouldn't go in in my school uniform because um, it is illegal. But, you know, behind the counter, these vapes, both disposable vapes and more permanent vapes are readily available. I'm talking to Dr. Lexi Frydenberg, a paediatrician at the Royal Children's Hospital in Melbourne and the host of the uh, RCH Kids Health Information podcast about the vaping issue. Right after the break, we're going to find out what science has told us about the risks and dangers of vaping and whether or not it's just a fad that we should let go or if we really do need to be involving ourselves in conversations with kids about this stuff. If you've got a teen, you're likely already worried about alcohol and drug use. As a parent, you want to know, how do we protect them? How do we teach them? How do we know if they're up to something? Pot, Pills and Parenting will equip and empower you to help your tweens and teens navigate one of the most challenging adolescent issues today. Available on the Happy Families web shop. It's the Happy Families podcast, the podcast for the time poor parent who just wants answers now. Dr. Lexi Frydenberg, a paediatrician who is having a conversation with me about vaping and our kids right now. Lexi, when I talk to my kids, I'm talking about uh, grade six, grade seven. They're being exposed to it in schools. Kids are sneaking off to the toilets, even though it's illegal. Uh, I know that you said before that it's, um, it's perhaps because of the illegality, not as common in schools. Every school I go to, every principal I talk to, every parent that I talk to uh, who knows what's going on and every student that I mention it to, they all nod their heads. I mean, this stuff is prolific. Before we talk about the health risks associated with vaping, what has the RCH poll told you? You've done some recent research on this uh, around numbers. Uh, what, what do we think is happening in the population right now with our kids and vaping? Yeah, look, so I wasn't involved in the poll. It was back in 2019 and the data was released in 2020 with Dr. Anthea Rhodes, one of my podcast co-hosts, um, leading that poll. So the data is a bit old because I actually think it will have changed dramatically over the last two years in Australia. Yeah. Um, but what, you know, the, the important information that came out of that is many parents were not aware of the health risks of e-cigarettes and vaping. 
many parents, like three quarters of parents, were concerned that the teens might try vaping, but more than half had never actually talked about it with them. So we're very good, as we said, talking about other risk-taking behaviours, smoking, alcohol, um, other drug use, but I don't think we've caught up as parents about talking uh, about vaping with our kids. Um, and when they look back at some data from 2017 from a secondary school survey, and about 37% of 12 to 15-year-olds had tried vaping in the last month and um, very common in the older age groups as well. And I fear that it's probably getting even younger. As you said, your um, grade six, year seven know all about it. So I think if we did some in, um, surveys now, two years on, I think we'd actually find a different picture, probably even more concerning. There is um, some information that's going to be published shortly that the RCH team uh, are working on. Um, and it's about what would parents want to happen in this space. And a lot of the parents are very keen for there to be better regulation by the government on what um, e-cigarettes contain and also some regulation around marketing. So even with it being illegal, we still think there's a lot of work to be done in this space. And, you know, educating parents is that first step. Let's talk about the health risks as far as we know them right now. Uh, science still seems to be a little bit uh, murky. There's still a lot that we don't know. Uh, so I want to I want to tread very carefully here. Obviously, there's all kinds of substances in, in e-cigarettes. There's all kinds of different ways that um, people are consuming this this product, uh, what do we know about the most common forms of e-cigarette and the health risks that our children and even we as adults experience if we're going to, uh, if vaping is going to be part of that lifestyle? Absolutely. And I think it is hard to know because we don't know what's in those um, e-cigarettes. So even the ones that our children tell us are just containing flavours, in studies, the vast majority of them actually had nicotine because it's not regulated yet. Don't yep. have to say in Australia what's in them. So really the health risk that we know of is that anything that goes into the lungs can irritate the lungs. And, you know, air is meant to go into the lungs. Um, but we know that when you're taking e-cigarettes and all the different sort of chemicals, it can exacerbate asthma and cause asthma, which is a lung condition um, in children and adults who haven't previously had it. It can cause coughing and a lot of lung irritation. And our other drugs that we use, uh, that we put into the lungs for, say, asthma, um, salbutamol, is very heavily regulated. So we know that things that go into the lungs can be bad for the lungs. We also know that in America a few years ago, you may have heard about this, there was a very serious lung condition, a lung disease called Evali, so e-cigarette or vaping product use associated lung injury. And they actually had about 70 people die and 2,000, 2,500 people develop serious lung damage due to um, vaping. And, and when they looked into it, it was actually one of the chemicals that was added to the vape. So it was a vitamin E acetate. So sometimes these chemicals are added that you might use on your skin or that you might ingest eat and they might be fine in that way but when they're heated they can actually cause significant lung damage um so they're the, the main issues that we're seeing in the lungs the other issues um which 
you know, when I heard about it, I was quite surprised because the vape is heated re- to a really high temperature, these vapes can explode. And there's been quite a lot of case reports of these um, e-cigarettes exploding in children's faces and hands and having really severe burns. So often when we tell kids about that, that's one of the things that actually frightens them. Um, so that's a good one as a parent to know. <laughs> keep that up my sleeve. Yeah, nice one. Yeah, keep that one up your sleeve. One of the main concern is the nicotine because um, we know so much about nicotine and its addictive effect. So um, kids can actually get nicotine poisoning. I don't know if you've heard stories, but I certainly have kids vaping, you know, having a whole vape in a day, which might be equivalent to one pack of cigarettes, and they're getting really shaky and sweating and vomiting and nausea. That's yeah. nicotine poisoning. Yeah, they call it getting nick sick. Nick sick, absolutely. They've got such a terminology around all of this. Yeah. Um, so getting nick sick is, is really serious. Um, and, you know, I think people think I'm going to have a vape, it might be equivalent to one cigarette. It actually can be a lot more than that. Um, so they get a really big nicotine hit. And we've also had cases here at the Children's, and I'm sure you have um, in other states, accidental swallowing of the nicotine by younger kids. So they've got into their parents' vapes, they look attractive, they're colourful, they swallow them and can actually get quite serious nicotine poisoning. And as you know, Justin, I think nicotine on the developing brain is one of our biggest concerns. We don't have a lot of hard data because it probably hasn't been around long enough to study these long-term effects, but we know nicotine can affect learning, memory, attention, and really, I think as pediatricians, we're quite concerned about these unknowns, that long-term effect of nicotine, but also of um, vaping and all the other chemicals that our kids are getting and adults are getting exposed to. So we know a little bit, but I actually think it's the tip of the iceberg. And over the next few years, we're going to get a lot more information. But I think our job is to try and um, you know, curb the sort of exponential rise of this phenomenon amongst our youth. Okay, Lexi, uh, really great to have this conversation with you. So much information to to consider and to contemplate. We're not going to get into the parenting side of things because we did that yesterday with Dr. Lisa Damore. But if you missed it and you've got children who I'm going to say are older than about nine or ten, it's a conversation you really want to have. I, I'm hearing so many stories in primary schools of kids getting suspended and expelled because they're vaping at school in grades four, five, six. It's a big deal. And as the kids get older, it seems to be happening more and more. Really grateful for your time, Dr. Lexi Frydenberg, a general paediatrician at the Royal Children's Hospital in Melbourne and the co-host of the RCH Kids Health Information Podcast, a podcast for parents about common child health concerns. We'll link to the podcast. We'll also let people know where you can find Dr. Lexi Frydenberg on Instagram. Uh, A wealth of information, fountain of knowledge. Thank you so much. Thank you so much for having me and talking about this important topic. The Happy Families podcast is produced by Justin Rulon from Bridge Media. Craig Bruce is our executive producer. And if you'd like more info, please check out yesterday's pod, uh, as well as uh, maybe even playing this with your kids and having a conversation with them about staying safe, making healthy decisions and what they can do to look after their bodies so that your kids can flourish and thrive. For more information about making your family happier, you can find it all at happyfamilies.com.au.